What's going on, folks? We're back at it for the last episode of MMA Lock Talk for the week. It's been a long week. Feels like it. I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> uh, still uh, had four streams that I did yesterday, actually. I did three on my own channel. One was the MMA Lock Talk. Did the MMA Lock Cast before that. And then at night, I went on for a locky late night just to talk about a bunch of the fights that were just announced, uh, you know, over Bellator and UFC. It seemed like there was a ton of them that were announced over the last 24 hours. So, or, you know, maybe not even 24 hours, maybe the last three, four days that I wanted to talk about. So I went live for about half an hour to talk about that. If you guys want to hear my thoughts on that, check out the last episode of the Lucky Late Night. And then I went out with my guys uh, over on uh, Chronic Combat Conversations. We did a, a breakdown, a two-hour breakdown show with those guys as well. So shout out to those guys. Love hopping on with those guys whenever I get the opportunity to do so. I feel as though, give me one second. There might be a small chance that my... Yep. My audio is not connected properly. Yeah, don't be on the Logitech. Let's be on the actual mic. There we go. That should be better now. All right. Yeah, usually I jump into these and I quickly check the audio settings, but the last several times has been good, and now it's definitely a lot better. Usually it automatically picks up on the mic, but for some reason I was picking up on my webcam this time around, hence the shitty audio but we are fixed up we are ready to go uh been a like i said been a long week got a lot of content that dropped got a lot more content that i'm going to be working on uh just confirming with cody in terms of our showtime um uh for for propping you up i want to make sure that uh, we're both on the same side uh, usually, you know, we, we've been trying to stick with the 5 p.m. start time. Haven't heard from him, uh, but nothing new. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what he says, but it should be 5 p.m. If that is the case, I'll be finishing up this podcast at just over, uh, just about 5 o'clock, setting up the stream for that show and then hopping right into his show as well. So plenty to still do. I'll also be dropping my dog of the night video this evening, uh, just breaking down Dominic Cruz versus Marlon Chito Vera a little bit more, uh, you know, in, in a shorter form than the two hour podcast that people are used to seeing. So keep your eyes out for that later this evening. I have to finish updating the lock of the night and dog of the night challenge standings. I got to finish the contender series tape index. Uh, and yeah, I dropped my, not dropped my, I sent in my Action Network co-main event breakdown, which will be posted on the website very shortly. I have to also work on my Action Network prop that I'm going to be dropping for this week as well. Uh, yeah, plenty to stay busy with when, you bo when your boy is in the zone. I got to admit, I am a little bit tired though. Like I want to, I want to sleep. <laughs> I did take a little bit of a nap. Uh, maybe 20 minute power nap, but it didn't really do me much justice, but I will try to bring up the energy for you guys so that we can kick it and chill out in the chat. Let me just 
take a sip of water and we can see what the chat is saying here. Appreciate everybody that's already in here. Y'all are the real ones. All right. <clears throat> Richard Perez in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Elijah on Dream. One of the regulars. Appreciate you stopping by. Yes, the mic was shitty. There we go. Elijah on Dream with the first statement that I wanted to actually address and seeing it on the timelines. Uh, he's saying, I hope John Steepa happens in December like they want. That would be amazing if they do. Because I don't know if I can stomach a full three years of John Jones being out. The guy's just wasting away his prime. I mean, I, like he's 30, what is he now? 35 years old. Are you kidding me? I can't believe John Jones is finally 35 years old because all I was ever hearing during his uh, run and all that was, man, this guy's still young. Man, this guy's still young. Again, at heavyweight, you can get away with being the being an older guy, but... How long can you really perform at the highest level, especially with being out for as long as you have and for especially, you know, taking his time going up to heavyweight the way that he did? What if it didn't work out for him to... Uh, what if it didn't work out that his heavyweight move is, you know, it, it slows him down, the guys are too strong for him, this, that, and the next. Um Yeah, it's going to suck if he comes back and looks very bad because uh, he should go down as one of the greatest fighters of all time, is what it is. Yeah, Jones became the youngest UFC champion in history when he defeated Maurizio Shogun, who at the age of 23, 23 years old, this guy sat atop the throne. And then it all went to shit. No bueno. So a uh, great fight if that is the one that they want to put together. It could easily be a headliner, right? Non-title fight, five-round main event. They could do it on pay-per-view. They should do it on pay-per-view if that's the fight that they're end up they're going to end up going with. But uh, it is a great barometer, one, to see where Jones is at and if he truly will cut it at heavyweight. And two, Stipe. You know what I mean? We haven't seen Stipe in a while now. Let's see how that goes out. Lajon Dream saying when is propping you up? It should be five o'clock, but I'm keeping my eyes glued on the <clears throat> on my Twitter DMs to see when Cody gets back to me. Lajon Dream saying Dom undefeated in non-title fights. Yes, he is. Let's see if that trend continues this weekend. Richard Perez saying I'm loving Dom in this weekend spot. I hope I I definitely do as well. <laughs> Yuri didn't want the smoke in Brazil in January. Yeah, he's doing the, the Glover rematch. I think that's supposed to take place in November or December, if I'm not mistaken, right? Hopefully, that's the fight they end up going with because uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it. You know I mean? We, we got Jamal Hill and Magomed on collab kind of just sitting on the side. Well, not sitting on the sidelines, but waiting for their opportunity. Maybe they get matched up. Maybe one of those guys get matched up with Jan Blahovic. As we've been seeing, Magomed on collab has been talking about fighting... Uh, Jan Blahovic, but Jan, I don't know if he wants a, a title fight or something like that, but he doesn't seem too accepting of the Ankalaev uh, fight either. So be ready to see that rematch go down. 
Um, Fletcher Cox saying Bellator picks. I did not look into Bellator this weekend. I apologize. I don't want to half-ass it either. So I know a bunch of other guys that are dropping Bellator content and Bellator picks. Please seek those guys out. I apologize. Tristan Sherhouse in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by. Lajon Dream saying, I hope we get uh, Jones and Ganu eventually. Well, if Jones wins, you know, and Ganu still needs a little bit of time to sit back and wait and, and heal up. So maybe the winner of Jones, Stipe, ends up getting the title shot. Wouldn't be a bad way to go about it. DFS Whispers in the chat saying, what's good luck? Hope all is well with you and the fam. Likewise, my friend, appreciate you stopping by as always. Lajuan Dream saying Yuri Glover targeted for 282 in December. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Tristan Shaw saying early lean pre-tape in the Rodriguez versus Armfield fight. Heavy lean Christian Rodriguez. I, I think that kid is the truth. I really do. Now that he'll be going back down to his legit weight class and has a legitimate training camp behind him as well, sky's the limit for this kid. He gave Jonathan Pierce all he could handle. And, and I see some big, big things out of this kid. And I think that Garrett Armfield fight is the perfect way for him to, to start off his UFC career with a dub. <clears throat> Got to feel bad for Garrett, though, to, to go from David Onama to now to a guy like Christian Rodriguez. Hopefully they give Garrett another shot considering he took the Onama fight on short notice and more than likely will not be favored in this fight against Christian Rodriguez. But I do think that Garrett can get some wins inside the UFC. I just don't think he beats that guy. Uh, Sans Sense Boulevard saying they both agreed on Vegas in December on Twitter today. Well, I hope they put it together. That'll be a great fight. Randy Brown, or sorry, BP saying Randy Brown beats Ronaldo in October. I believe he should. I think I'd put a pretty good wager on that as well, to be honest, if it was good enough odds. My guy with the Russian name saying, hi, I love your show. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate all the love and support. BP saying predictions on Cody G versus Yaya. I can finally ask you about other picks on future cards. There you go. There you go. Question for you, BP, before I answer that. Are you the Brandon Phillips that normally is on the channel? I think you've uh, closed your name up now to be BP, but I think that is you. Um, you gotta be, gotta be Cody, right? But but Yanni will abs or Yanni, yeah, Yanni. No, sorry, fuck. Uh, can you guys tell I need a little bit of sleep? Jesus, uh, Hani Yaya. Uh, Hani Yaya uh, still throws with big heat. You know, the, the, he has that no fucks given style in the striking in terms of just throwing big heat so that he can eventually get his hands on you, take it to the ground, and get that jujitsu going. But Cody Garbin should start him here. You know what I mean? Slicker striker. As long as he doesn't get clipped on the chin at all here, he should be able to cruise. But do I really want to pay that money on Cody yet? I don't know. Depends on the odds, right? You give me minus 140, minus 150 on Cody, I'll probably take the shot. You give me better than minus 180 on Cody, I'll probably take the shot. But anything worse than that, got to be weary about that chin. John Singh, have you ever seen a better card on paper than UFC 280? Best I've ever seen. I'll be honest, you know, it didn't play out to the level of the, the name value that was on UFC 200. The UFC 200 was pretty dope. You know what I mean? Especially if John Jones and Cormier stayed at the top there. Uh, 200 gets some flack because of the main event being Tate versus Nunes. Uh, 
But like just starting at the bottom, look at that card was just straight fire. Jim Miller versus Takanori Gomi, Gegard Musasi versus Tiago Santos. I'm starting from the bottom. So to get Gegard Musasi as the second fight of the night, absolutely insane. Uh, that was versus Tiago Santos, Joe Lozon versus uh, Diego uh, Sanchez, uh, Sage Northcutt versus Enrique Marin. Obviously, Sage Northcutt, way bigger of a name back then, not as much anymore. Uh, TJ Dillashaw versus Rafael Asensio. Calvin Gaston versus Johnny Hendricks, Juliana Pena versus Katzengano, Kane Velasquez versus Travis Brown, Jose Aldo versus Frankie Edgar for the featherweight title, Daniel Cormier versus Anderson Silva, as I, as the aforementioned, I said uh, Anderson Silva stepped in our short notice as John Jones popped for steroids the week of the fight, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Mark Hunt, co-main event, and then Nunes versus Tate in the main event. So as an overall card, UFC 200 sorry, was really fucking good. Um, but yeah, two two eighty could have potentially surpassed it. Gino Hero saying uh, Gabriel Benitez versus Charlie Ontiveros. Charlie will be Gabriel's biggest opponent thus far, I think. Do you think Charlie is a good underdog pick? I will likely be taking a half unit shot on Ontiveros to win in round one at plus nine hundred, as that is his best path to victory in this fight. Um, Gabriel Benitez, durability starting to, you know, starting to show some wear and tear and Charlie Ontiveros can absolutely clip in here, put him out and get that victory as an underdog. So I don't hate it, but I, th I find it hard to believe that Ontiveros gets much of a win outside of round one in this spot. So you get a decent enough money line on him. I'm still picking Benitez to win. I think he'll withstand that early barrage and then finish him later in this fight. The spot that I target Probably the fight doesn't go to decision in other spots. You know, I mean, that's what it be, would be for me. Half unit shot on Ontiveros round one at plus nine hundred, no brainer. But most of my money will be on the fight doesn't go to decision. Alajuan Dream saying two eighty starting early in the AM two for you guys. Well, I think it starts ten AM Eastern if I'm not mistaken, which I love. So it'll be seven AM for uh, the PST years. Excuse me, I don't mind it. Uh, Chad Candle saying, great show. Love the Lock the Night contest, even though I'm dead fucking last. Hey, there's still time. You still got about three and a half months. I've seen crazy comebacks, my friend. Corey Yipo saying, Ontiveros Cruz, probably plus 1040 worth a shot. I feel much better about Cruz than I do Ontiveros. I'd rather just split those up personally. BP, all right. I wonder why you changed your name, my friend. Uh, Tristan Charles, do you think Tony should retire and save his brain? I think he should. Or the UFC should um, the the UFC should give him somebody that one's not gonna just lay and prey on him, and two, a guy that doesn't have massive knockout power. That's it. Aaron saying that's his burner account. Probably is. Noah Allen saying doxed BP. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. What's going on, Aaron? Appreciate you stopping by. Noah Allen saying yeah, yeah, round two KO. That would be hilarious and such a meme if Yaya is able to go up there and knock this guy out. BP saying, I hope recency bias gives me a great number on Izzy against uh, Alex in November. I think the odds for that are already out. And I think you are getting the recency bias effect on that. Um, where is it? Uh, minus 165 right now on DraftKings for Israel Adesanya. Thoughts stay the same. I wouldn't mind one small poke on Pereira, right? I, I get it. I get it. Everybody's like, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, how dare you 
try to fade Israel Adesanya with the one-dimensional kickboxer. Well, when has Israel Adesanya shown us any grappling success of his own? Are we all of a sudden thinking that he's going to be Khabib to try to take this fight to the ground? Okay, if it's a striking battle, then I'll leave it to the coin toss and take the underdog odds on Alex Pereira. But like, I know there's absolutely going to be people breaking down that fight saying, hey, Adesanya is going to grapple. He's been fighting MMA much longer. He's been training MMA much longer. He's going to look to go to his grappling, take him to the ground. I think that Pereira has worked on his takedown defense enough to stuff whatever type of grappling approach that Israel Adesanya is going to be looking to take. He could take it, and he's likely better in that realm. I'm just not sold on the fact that he has the wrestling to do it to the extent that people are expecting him to. And even in a striking battle, it's going to be a 50-50 fight. Eileen Pereira with the, the bigger power. And again, like go back and watch Adesanya versus Jan Blachowicz. Adesanya was not able to get away with being the taller, bigger guy because he wasn't there in, in terms of being able to use that length and size to his advantage like he has at middleweight. He couldn't. And we saw Blachowicz getting off on him more often than not in his strikes. Blachowicz was outstriking him in an MMA setting. Which leads me to my last point is Adesanya, a lot of his success comes from being the bigger, lankier guy and able to keep guys at distance and then being able to hit these guys without taking too much damage in return. That will not be in play for him here against Alex Pereira. Uh, no Cruz prop getting cracked. I disagree, but we shall see. Uh, JC saying chalky chalk parlay this Saturday for UFC is the way to go. Got to be careful. There, there's a lot of chalk. I see shit in the bed as well. BP saying it'll be interesting, interested to if Yan John I can get back on the winning side against Dern, leaning Dern via sub. Yeah, it's it's gonna be tough to back Yan, especially considering like Carla Esparza got her out of there with TKO. Yeah, I mean, by dominating her from on top. What do we think? Mackenzie Dern is going to do. And I'm a big Yan Nan fan. Trust me. I love her. But I, you know, I know my spots want to get in and get out on her. Against Marina Rodriguez, I thought the odds were way too off. I thought she did enough to win that fight, or at least make a case for winning that fight. But I got that fight wrong. When she fights Dern, I will likely be on the Dern side. Depending on odds. I want a better heavy chalk, though. Last one, Dream saying 10 a.m. Eastern. Yes, you know, waking bacon, day drinking for 280. It is my birthday that day. So I'll be getting fucked up all day. Last one, Dream saying, wonder where the odds will end up by the time Izzy and Alex fights. I could see it possibly closing, right? The recency bias is a real, real thing. But uh, yeah. BP saying, on the point of Izzy maybe grappling. Remember, Francis surprised the fuck out of all of us and grappled wrestling with guns, so you never know. would be silly not to think Izzy isn't grappling wrestling. He will. Like, he's going to look to do it, I think. But I just don't think he has the chops to actually do it effectively. Like, I feel like I've saw enough for Alex Perez's uh, takedown defense, his willingness to just march right back up to his feet, work to the cage and get back up to his feet. It's reminiscent of Adesanya from earlier in his UFC career when guys were looking to take him down, but he never settled on bottom. He always looking to get back to his feet. Um, so, yes, Izzy might take that approach, but I just don't think it's going to be uh, as effective as most people think it could be. Luke Fulton saying, Cruz, Moneyline, Vera, round four, round five for me. 
I, I get it. It's the take that uh, Cheeto is going to take over and finish him late, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I really don't get the whole Cruz is going to slow down to the point that uh, Cheeto Vera is going to hit the gas and get him out of there. It's not that easy. Yes, Cruz or um, Vera gets stronger as fights go on, but like, how many times has he fought a guy like Dominic Cruz? Never. It's, you know, we're acting like Dominic Cruz has never fought a five-round fight in his life. The guy has like nine or ten five-round fights under his belt. And he usually wins those later rounds. I mean, let me um, let me try to get some facts behind that rather than just speaking out of my ass. Going to MMA decisions here. Uh, let's pull up Cruz's career in rounds four and five, dating back to his even WEC days. One second. All right, I'm disregarding the Kenny and Munoz fights, obviously, because those are three-round fights. Um, Where are these five-rounders at? So no actual scorecards on MMA decisions for Cruz Benavidez 2. Uh, like no actual scorecards as in like the numbers that they're giving us. But based on fan scoring, rounds 4 and 5, uh, rounds 4, 94, 90% for Cruz. Round 5, 75% for Cruz. Going on to Cruz versus Scott Jorgensen. Rounds 4 and 5, Dominic Cruz. Going to the second Cruz and Faber fight. Rounds four and five unanimously on two judges' scorecards. One judge gave Faber round four, but he also gave Cruz round five. So he dropped round four to Uri Faber. Uh, Demetrius Johnson versus Dominic Cruz, 50-45s all around. 87% for Cruz in round four, 88% for Cruz in round five. Cruz versus Dillashaw. Dillashaw on two judges' scorecards, round four, one rounds four and five. One judge gave Cruz rounds four and five. Let's see what the fan scoring said. Fan scoring round four, Dillashaw, 90%. Round five, Dillashaw, 80%. So you might have a case there. Uh, Cruz versus Faber, three. Cruz, unanimous, rounds four and five. And then the Cody Garbrandt fight. Uh, two judges were split with round four being for Garbrandt, round five being for Cruz. And that's Cruz coming back from a 10-8 round four and going on to win round five. And then Tony Weeks gave Garbrandt rounds four and five pretty straight up, but didn't give Garbrandt that 10-8 in round four. Very interesting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's go with Cruz sticking with that plus money, sticking with that veteran experience, and sticking with one of the greatest bantamweights of all time. Uh, JC saying Adesanya was winning versus Pereira before he got KO'd, possible, and that's always a possibility, right? See Rob Font and Chito Vera as well, right? Winning until he gets clipped and dropped, like. 
that that could absolutely happen. Could absolutely happen in this weekend as well with Vera and Cruz. Corey Yipo saying the best fight of 2022 has to be Mike Perry versus MVP. Uh, has that happened yet? When is that scheduled for? Aaron saying Alex is vicious. Izzy is like precision, but you like Izzy if Pereira wants to be aggro. I like Izzy if Pereira wants to be aggro. Yeah. It's a it's a very interesting stylistic matchup. I would love to see it play out mainly on a uh, striking level, honestly. Luke Fulton saying, oh, I'm on the crew side. Just my little hedge. I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. Moise Audio saying Cruz ends up in the carousel this week. Don't you be saying that, Moise. Don't you bring that juju around here. Luke Fulton saying, I bet Cruz at plus 150 thinking money would come in. I don't get it either. Yeah. I got in at plus 180, and then I saw plus 200. I got him on both of those, as well as some as well on uh, decision only Dominic Cruz at plus 150. Corey Yipo saying uh, Scott Dragonson was an animal. He was, but he was very limited in his skill set. I'll give him that. Tristan Shaw saying, would you ever be willing to bring John Stargaryan on MMA Lock Talk, kind of like you do DLP with Clint every so often? Um, well, DLP, DLP is me and Clint. Like, that is our show together. Um, in terms of having guests on the MMA Lock Talk, like, it's not something I really want to do because it is based on me just chatting with, the like, the live chat. Essentially, you guys are the guests. <laughs> you guys are the guests on the MMA Log Talk. I want to talk with you guys in the chat as much as possible. But I will eventually bring John on for the uh, for the pay-per-view episodes. Oh, sorry, sorry, not pay-per-view episodes. Uh, for the Ultimate Wayne Show. <clears throat> JC saying big value on Leon Edwards next week. I dare not fade the best fighter in the UFC right now in Kamar Usman, but one of these days, that age and those bad knees are going to catch up to him. Leon Edwards might be the spot. I'd likely just be staying away myself. Lajon Dream saying, think Perry MVP is not this weekend, but the next. Uh, again, not much bare knuckle really gets me going, but that one, that one should be fun. Especially with MVP only having to stick with the strikes. That's interesting. BP saying, you think Marina Rodriguez is taking a big risk fighting Lemos at my, uh, UFC 280? I don't think so. I think she wins that fight pretty handily as well. You know, minus, minus 150 is currently what we're getting on Rodriguez. My only concern is if Lemos does look to get this fight to the ground and try to use her superior jiu-jitsu. That is my concern. Outside of that, I think Rodriguez Cruz is pretty easy. Tristan Charles saying, uh, gotcha. Love you guys as a combo, though. Yes, I do love him as well. Ryan Lozano saying, do you think Shaw boxes in 2023? Uh, I don't think so. And uh, are you saying that because his podcasting career seems to be going downhill? Maybe he needs to make some money by uh, taking a celebrity fight. I think people would love to see that just because they love to, to hate on him, right? <laughs> Good question, though. Also, RIP to, to Bill Russell, right? I'm not sure if you have any NBA fans in here, but definitely RIP to him. The UFC, or sorry, the UFC. The NBA, for the first time ever, is doing a, a retiring a number across the board. 
like across the league. Nobody can ever wear number six again. So shout out to anybody that is currently wearing number six. You will no longer be able to wear number six. Elevate in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend, saying Vera versus Cruz. I've got to imagine that Vera beating a younger O'Malley will be validated once he beats him easy. Loads of fans so done and Cheeto's wrong. Locke, can you give us your confidence level? I am quite confident on the uh, Cruz side. I think uh, I think I put it at an 8 out of 10, if I'm not mistaken. Like I feel pretty fucking good about Dominic Cruz in this spot. Cheeto's good. And again, like I, I beg people to go back to watch that O'Malley Vera fight. Like O'Malley was lighting him up, and then we saw that obvious like that that injury that he took. I hope that we eventually get that fight back. But O'Malley was definitely touching him up there. Tristan Sherrill saying any hot takes on Vendera versus Waldo Cortez Acosta? Got to lean Cortez Acosta considering the poor fight IQ on the Vendera side. Uh, Moyes saying Pedro Munoz leg reach 36 and a half Marlon Vera leg reach 40 and a half look at this guy pulling out the fucking numbers and metrics here on uh, the possible leg kicking game of Marlon Vera versus what Pedro Munoz was able to do so it's it's a path for him slow down the wheels of uh, uh, Dominic Cruz and try to pick him apart later in this fight we'll see you know out of the 20 plus leg kicks that Pedro Munoz landed I don't think we saw um and Dominic Cruz slow down at all. <clears throat> all right, P number six. You already know. Lajon Dreams saying uh, they're grandfathering number six, though. So anybody who's already wearing it still can. Oh, okay. That's what I get for just reading headlines. <laughs> BP saying your boy Malcolm Gordon beats Makayev. Nah. His his Cinderella run is over. Moise thinks Vandera beats Waldo Acosta or Cortez Acosta by heart attack. I love it. Elevate saying Cruz is also wildly underrated. I hear that. Sean did definitely have him boxed in. I saw that tape. Appreciated lock. There you go. It's weird that a guy with only three losses and has been widely considered one of the greatest bantamweights of all time is underrated. But it, that's what it's seeming going into this fight. Will it be his age that bites him in the ass this weekend? To this point, I don't. I haven't seen enough to truly consider that, and truly consider even going to the window to pay minus two forty on Marlon Vera. Hmm. Jacksonville Zoe saying, dang, Locke, you have me thinking about betting Cruz. I'm going to go back and watch his last three fights again. I want to bet the 150 Cruz decision only, but my books do not have it. Mm. Shout out to DraftKings for dropping that. Aaron saying on the O'Malley fight, I watched it, watched without signing. He was like stumbling and getting pushed back and not really bounced while Vera was really sitting on the kicks to the body. From what I remember, uh, again, maybe I just got to refresh my memory, but from what I remember, O'Malley was touching him up before uh, his leg got messed up. And again, it's probably true that Vera caused the leg to get messed up, but no doubting that O'Malley was touching him up. JC saying Cruz via Pelahan's decision. I'm okay with that. 
Tristan saying, uh, do you think Ali Eskab Kizriev has top 50 potential at welterweight if he drops down? Uh, I think so. I just need to see more of him. Like, I, I, let me see. Because like his last fight was uh, the one on uh, against Dennis Kizriev, right? Not Dennis Kizriev. Dennis Tillulian, yeah. He had plenty of fights lined up between 2020 and 2022 that I would have preferred to see than him versus Dennis Tullian, right? Wellington Terman, Kyle Dawkins, Alessio DeGrico, and uh, Abusapian Magomedov. I don't know. I just need to see more from him. The guy seems like he has solid potential, though. BP saying thoughts on Martinez versus Swanson at 135 in October. Solid fight. You know, if Swanson still has some dynamite in his hands, he could potentially knock out Martinez. But I like Martinez, man. Uh, I like this kid. I likely won't bet him unless he's like better than uh, around that minus 150 range because I do think that Cub Swanson is starting to fall off. But like Martinez, you know, this is the time to finally show whether you have the potential of always being that minus 250 favorite that you are in fights. Corey, you put things along this weekend. Yes, but I am not touching that fight at all. Justin Villegas asking, what time is propping you up? Uh, it should be 5 o'clock, but I am still waiting for the GOAT, Cody Safta, to get back to me to confirm that time. As soon as I find out, I will be tweeting it out, so keep your eyes on my timeline as well. BP saying, also thoughts on Topuria versus Edson. Edson has 4-inch height advantage and 6-inch reach advantage. Yes, uh, Topuria, you know, kind of, well, this is taking place at 145 pounds as well. I lean to Poria. Like, his grappling should get it done for him, right? Edson normally struggles with those guys that are able to get him down over and over again. I think Taporia can get away with that as well. Hopefully, he doesn't try to be a G and try to outstrike Edson Barboza because that won't go well for him. But I think that Taporia will likely land the takedowns and uh, grind this fight out or find a finish from on top. Jacksonville Zola saying, I think Cruz does not get the respect because he has, he has not fought a lot in the last four to five years. Yes. Surprisingly, he has only had nine UFC fights since uh, the WC moved into the UFC. Unfortunate that his uh, body has not been able to hold up, although um, although his, his, his last two performances show me that he can still compete at a high level at least. BP saying Chase Super beat Steve Garcia in October 2. I don't know about that. I got to I got to freshen up my memory on Steve Garcia personally but never been a ch big Chase Super guy. Did Chase win his last fight? I feel like he did. Who did he fight? Felipe Colares, right? Yeah, he beat Felipe Colares via KO in the third round. I think Chase Super skill set is limited honestly. Steve Garcia won't really push him from my memory but uh Ah, that's all going to be odds dependent. <clears throat> Corey Yipo saying Sugar Sean plus 330 all day. If he puts the volume on Piotr Jan without getting touched, he could win this fight, but I think Jan eventually gets him. And I'm not sure if you saw the tweet that uh, Sean O'Malley put out. It might be fake. I don't recall it, but he's saying he's okay with losing to Piotr Jan. 
So he's already going into that fight knowing that this is like a, a hazing fight. This is a fight for him to be initiated into that legitimacy talk of saying, okay, look, I, I am not cherry picking my fights. I'm fighting the best of the best. If I go, you know, best case scenario, he goes out there and gets the win. Worst case scenario, he stepped in there with Piotr Jan. That's it. It's a win-win for Sugar, in my opinion. MPTV seeing Vera beats O'Malley 10 out of 10 times. Wow. Crazy luck. Uh, Elevate saying Nunes wins this fight and we get a little Nunes winning streak for both Amanda and Nina. What do you think, Locke? Uh, I want nothing to do with that fight. Like my, my prediction is Nunes in that fight, but I don't know. Very close fight. Who knows what kind of Cynthia Calvillo we're going to get. Is it the quitter or is it the one that goes out there, lands takedowns and dominates opponents on the mat? Who the fuck knows? I'm not touching that fight. There's two fights I'm acting like that don't, are not happening this weekend. Nunes versus Calvillo. Don't give a fuck about that, nor do I want my money tied to that fight. And Yusuf Salal and Demond Blackshear. Staying away from that one as well. Lajwan Dreams saying, uh, what do you got here? Sorry. Uh, did you see the wild edited video on Twitter with McGregor, Masvidal, Dana, and a bunch of other people? I did. That was fucking hilarious. Like, people's editing skills are are legit. Like, honestly, it is amazing seeing the type of work that these guys are able to put in and edit shit together. Corey Hippo saying, not trusting the sneaky Russian. He will take another fall and ride off into the sunset. Uh, which Russian is that? Sorry, I, I might be missing on that. JC saying Romanov Costa Parlay is lock. Is that uh, the following week? Is that UFC 280? Oh, 278. Uh, Paulo Costa minus 280. Wowie. But I, I do agree with that. And then Romanov minus 350 against Marcin Tybura. I wouldn't look past Marcin Tybura. I would not look past Marcin Tybura. Might even be worth a little bit of a stab, per, uh, honestly. Plus, closing in on plus 300 is wild. You guys remember the Juan Espino fight for Alexander Romanov? Not a good look when fights have to go deeper, and Tybura, ultra veteran, could make things uh, could make things rough for him. Jacksonville saying that O'Malley Yan fight has me vexed, terribly vexed. Yan should win, but dang, the odds are bad. They are. Justin Villegas saying, thank you, Lupi Godinez Fight Week. Let's go. Aaron saying, Lupi plus Cruz Vera over to an app parlay. I like it. I like it. I don't hate that at all. Elevate saying, Nina lost three, and a manager just bounced back from that decision loss. Decision loss. I don't know. Lost to her last was a win was in Toronto. Yeah, against, uh, was it against Claudia Gadelia? Then again, you know, when you're losing to Tatiana Suarez and Mackenzie Dern, not not horrible. But we'll see. MPTV saying O'Malley's in so much trouble with Jan. If he couldn't handle Pedro, I can't wait to see how he handles Piotr. Yeah, Pedro, I thought, was winning that fight up until him, that whole issue. But O'Malley seemed very uh, gun-shy in that spot. Aaron Singh Chase has improved. That is true. Jacksonville Zoe saying Hooper's striking is slowly getting better. Again, Steve Garcia, not, not the greatest fighter either, right? So it's definitely a, a winnable fight for him. 
MPTV saying Hooper met a ceiling in Alex Caceres. Yes, I was very happy to get underdog money on Caceres that night. Aaron saying the most locked thing of the card, I think, is the Quinlan KO. You trust the man off the uh, totally off the sauce? Good work. I do think he wins, but not as confident as my guy Aaron seems to be. Corey Yipo saying Chase looks very impressive last fight. He learned ground and pound finally, and he's from Washington. Let's go. Maybe a little bit of bias there for my guy Corey Yipo. <laughs> uh, Moise saying Calvio via scissor submission. You are a savage, bro. You are a savage. Uh, BP saying CJ Vergara versus Tatsuro Tyra prediction. Uh, I lean Tyra. You know, the kid was impressive in his last fight, but I definitely lean him. Uh, CJ is a dog. I mean, I don't know what he's done to the UFC for him to go out there and get difficult matchup after difficult matchup. And although he sprung the upset in his last fight, the UFC continues to give him these uh, these hot prospects, seeing if he can continue to spoil the party. But uh, I lean Tyra there, but I got to run the tape once again myself. Lajon Dream saying, I wish I could uh, edit like that. Goddamn, could only imagine how long that video took to make. I know. Like even my videos that I edit, you know, it takes me way too long. That shit would have taken me forever. Jacksonville Zoe saying, I'm not betting that fight, but could only bet Nunes. No way I would lay minus 175 on Cynthia. I absolutely agree. Sharks to DFS saying, if KGB Lee is making you say no mass, that's a problem. That is the biggest problem I have about this. I will never forgive her for quitting on the stool like the way that she did. Elevate saying, who the fuck knows is right. Another weird matchup for the other Nunes. Exactly. Rick James saying Luke Rockhold finna come back and prove all the naysayers wrong until he shows me that he can need a clean shot on the chin without tumbling like a pile of bricks. I'm done. I'm not touching Luke. Jacksonville Zos and Costa and Rockhold are both on my do not bet list. Costa should smash him, honestly. I think he'll be able to knock him out. And I'm a big Rockhold fan. You know what I mean? You want me decent money against... Uh, Chris Weidman lost me just as much money against Jan Blahovic, all because that chin is a no-no nowadays. Lajon Dream saying segment on uh, GQ Sports just came out with Dana White going undercover on the internet and replying to people. Wow. I got to see that. DM that shit to me, bro. I got to see that. That's hilarious. Aaron, remind you guys to leave a like for your boy. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, Rick James saying, I believe in the samurai. Good luck. Jacksonville's also <laughs> mentioning Moyes. Tristan, have you ever been willing to do more than a five unit bet before? Uh, I have never done more than five units on a bet. Untracked, I have, but tracked, I would never do anything more than a five unit bet. I think that's a little bit careless. Alex Magestro saying, did Pedro Munoz land a single head strike against Sugar? I don't get how people think he was winning. It's not that I think he was winning. It's that I know he was winning. Let me just confirm it, but I think they released the scorecards of that. Uh, yeah. Two out of three judges had that for uh, that first round for Pedro Munoz. That's what I mean. A large one dream saying, Yeah, I do basic editing for my videos, and it takes me four to six hours. Just crazy. Uh, Gedalia in Toronto, yeah. 
Morgan Kinsey saying best three fight parlay for this card. Um, I'd have to say, let me just pull it up here. Um, fuck. <laughs> Let's go Lupita Godinez. Like, if you just want to do fighters, I'd say Godinez, Quinlan, and Budai. But if you don't mind throwing, uh, like, fight doesn't go to decision legs in there, I think the Benitez Ontiveros fight doesn't go to decision is a good one, as well as Silva and Mearshart is a good one. Aaron saying in the interview, Dennis says it was to be Lesnar versus Fedor, but Fedor didn't accept. Considering the power of Fedor still, that would be wild. I wish. You know, I know, I know that fight is always going to be talked about as the biggest what-ifs in MMA history, but I wish we got that when both guys were closer to their prime. Tristan saying, do you remember one of those untracked ones you went more than five units on? I think it was uh, Jared Cannonier against Derek Brunson. That That's the last one that I can remember where I'm like, I feel really fucking good about this, and I went that deep. JC saying with uh, Ontiveros Rockhold for the No Chin Parlay. Wit Ontiveros Rockhold for the No Chin Parlay. God damn. My man is a bold to do it. I'm not sure if you're talking about fading that, those three spots, but uh, if those guys come through, that'll be a damn good payout. Rick James saying scared money don't make money. That is true, but you also have to be very smart with your bankroll. Aaron saying laugh my ass off in Vanilla Gorilla three leg. <laughs> BP saying UFC UFC 280 has too many coin flip bouts to bet on. Only lean is Makayev in Marina. Do they have the odds out for UFC 280? Uh, UFC 281 they have it listed as, but it's actually UFC 280. Uh, yeah, Jan minus 410, Brady minus 130 against Bilal Muhammad seems like a good spot. Uh, yep, I like Marina minus 150, and I kind of lean TJ Dillashaw plus 140 over uh Sterling. Ten minutes till five o'clock, and still haven't heard from my guy Cody, which isn't the greatest. So, I'll be waiting to to hear what he says and what time we're going to be going live. Um, yeah, I can't believe I actually kept up with the uh, the live chat so far. We got about well, I started a little bit later than four o'clock. So I'll go until I hit that full one-hour mark. Uh, and then whenever Cody gets back to me, I will tweet out when we're going to be going live for propping you up. MPTV saying TJ is made to be in close fights only. I disagree. I don't think he's always meant to be in close fights. Like, he's had some dominant performances. I plead with anybody. If you get, if anybody has time and they have fight pass and they want to go back and watch some classic fights, I think one of the greatest performances we've ever seen, maybe two fights, 
two fights in terms of the greatest performances we've ever seen. Uh, TJ Dillashaw versus Henan Barrow won, especially considering that TJ was a plus 500 underdog going into that fight. If you guys have not seen that fight, I would highly suggest you guys go watch it. Just out of fun, right? Like, I know that he's not of that level or of that age anymore. Sorry, it looks like my stand is about to give out. Hopefully he holds on for another 10 minutes or so before I have to fix it. But, uh, yeah, that Dillashaw versus Brow 1 performance was fucking insane. Make sure you guys go check that shit out. Lodge on Dream saying, I only got odds for four fights for 280 so far on Betway. Yes. Looking forward to propping you up. Hopefully Cody answers soon. I, I know we'll do it, whether it's tonight or, or tomorrow evening, or sorry, tomorrow morning. Uh, it will be done within the next 24 hours, for sure. Hopefully it's soon. Lodge on Dream saying, maybe he had his kid. Isn't I think he said uh, his kid was due in September, so I'll rule that out unless it's super preemie. BP saying Molly versus Aaron reminds me of KKF uh, versus Askar Askarov. Huh. How so? Like, you don't think Aaron's going to be able to get this fight to the ground and Molly will just beat her up on the feet? MPTV saying the Kobe, Cody Garbrandt fights don't count. Mm, why not? <laughs> Those aren't close fights. <laughs> Killer Shaw, let's go. Jacksonville. Appreciate you dropping by as always. We'll see you again next week uh, for the MMA Lock Talk. Morgan Kidsey saying, what new prospect are you least impressed with off the top of your head? For me, after seeing Brady versus Kiesa, I do not like Brady against anybody in the top five. Wow. I think Brady is legit. You know, Kiesa is pretty damn good too. I'd have to watch back that fight to remember how close it was, but Kiesa is a mean grappler in his own right. Um, new prospects that I'm least impressed of. I'm not super impressed with David Onama. You know what I mean? I, I personally am not. Um, Patty, obviously not impressed by him, uh, especially once he starts taking like legitimate fights against legit competition and not Jordan motherfucking Levitt. Um, other prospects? <sighs> Can we talk about the fucking Dana White Contender Series guys that are rolling into the UFC now? Good God, some of those guys look bad. Mr. Always Profit in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by. McGregor versus Alvarez. That was a great performance as well by McGregor. There was one more. I'm I'm kind of forgetting it off the top of my head. Max Holloway, right? Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater. Probably one of the greatest performances of all time. Just off of statistics alone. Lajon Dream saying, I got to go watch TJ and Hennon. Haven't seen it yet. They, they fought twice. Make sure you watch the first one first. And then going into the fight knowing that TJ Dillashaw is a plus 400 underdog. And then what transpires after that. Tristan saying, what do you think of Aljo saying he doesn't believe TJ won any tires without help? Personally, I think he's just uh, salty at TJ because they went back and tested everything. Uh, I think there's some... There's some water to that. I think there's some weight to that in terms of uh, TJ possibly being on PDs during that run. It is absolutely possible. Um, I think you know, I'll I'll always remember this when I when I really got behind the scenes with MMA when I was working on some of the regional shows up here in Ontario. 
I remember being with Robin Black. You know, Robin Black was commentating, I believe, and he was helping out the show that I was helping out with it as well. And one of the things he had told me, he goes, dude, like almost everybody is on some substance of some sort. Like he didn't name any names, but he goes, think of anybody and they're more than likely on something. So like, I think this fairy tale that we've come up with that, like we have clean fighters in the sport. I don't think it's correct. Like I, I'm certain most guys are able to, to get away with shit. They just, it depends on who's able to afford the best doctors, honestly. Aljo might even be on some shit. Let's be honest. Morgan Kinsey saying, I feel Brady don't have five-round cardio. If you remember, he almost got stopped on the feed in round three against Kiesel, who, as we all know, can punch his way out of a wet paper bag. I don't, personally, I really don't remember that fight the best. I don't remember why. I don't remember it. Um, what was that fight? Mm, Vieira versus Tate. Yeah, I'm not sure why I don't remember that fight to the best of my abilities, but I'll have to go back and watch that. Corey Ipo saying, uh, as a man is the lock, Andre Munez couldn't take him down and got slept. I see the same happening to Clark. I think we're getting a good line on Azamat. Has it gotten any better? Let me just quickly look at the odds here. Last I saw was minus 145. He's still around minus 145. Mr. Always Profit saying, uh, I'm on Cheeto here, but I agree close to minus 250 is a little wide. My look in a parlay with him, something I'm behind on the tape study this week, only taped Azamat fight in the main event. Good luck with Cheeto, my friend. Good luck, good luck, good luck. MPTV saying, I think there is much to be made of killers becoming decisionators. I just feel like TJ falls in that. There's so much tape. Every move is documented and studied. Good point. I, I, I do think that the striking of TJ is going to give Aljo some issues. It's going to be interesting to see if Aljo can track him down, right? I think his best way to win this fight is be the human backpack as he normally is, right? That's his best way of winning fights. Can he track down TJ to do that? I don't know. Dustin Shafi saying, sorry if you already addressed this, but are you doing propping up with Cody this week? Uh, it should be happening. I am just waiting for him to get back to me. Should be going. It, technically, it was scheduled for 5 p.m. Eastern every Thursday, but sometimes it changes changes based on our schedules. Why House Troll saying if Cheeto versus Cruz would be a pick on, would you still go for Cruz? I would. I would. I think I've I've even said I'd bet Cruz probably up to like minus 150. I think he's the better fighter. Mr. Always Prophet saying I love Aljo here without tape study, of course. Well, run the tape and then let me know what you think when we get closer to it. <laughs> All right, we got about five minutes left before I wrap this thing up. Again, keeping my eye on my uh, inbox here to see when I'm going to be starting up propping you up. But yes, I am absolutely prepared to look like a complete idiot come Saturday night if Chito Vera goes out there and uh, crushes him. But if he doesn't, I'm going to be pounding my chest quite often that whole week. I'll go out there and buy a Dominic Cruz uh, fight kit and fucking wear it for the whole week if I could. <laughs> BP saying Randy Costa beats uh, Guido Canetti. 
It probably does, but I think we have found the ceiling of Randy Costa, right? He is the epitome of a first-rounder bust fighter. The guy has no idea how to manage his gas tank, no idea how to deal with his gas tank. Like, it's crazy the the the, the drop-off we see from him going into that second round. Guido Canetti is of the guy that he can beat, but Canetti, you know, decent durability on him so far from what I remember. And if he can withstand that first round against Costa, I think he destroys him in the second round. Fight doesn't go to decision. Fight to not start round three. Kennedy by round two, probably the best way to go about it, in my opinion. Ginge79 saying, what is Azamat's path to victory? Uh, I think he is the better striker in terms of, maybe not technically speaking, but better at getting to the target. His durability is up there. His speed is up there. I think you could start Clark pretty early in this fight. I think his wrestling is good enough to keep this fight standing. And Devin Clark is no Tafan and Chukwi. So give me uh, give me Azamat, and I'll likely be having a small play on his money line. Uh, just keeping an eye on it myself because it seems like there's continuously Devin Clark love coming in. So why rush it? Why rush it? Mr. Always Profit saying, all I see is nothing but Cruz love, but the line keeps getting wider. I expected the opposite. That's why I didn't lock in Cheeto earlier. It's funny. I I hear this every week. People are saying, you know, people saying uh, all they're seeing is Cruz love. All I'm seeing is Cheeto love. Like, I see it all everywhere. (laughs) That's why the line is going up. And remember, I, I, this is another thing I see every week is saying all I see is love for one side, but the line keeps getting wider. We need to remember that the small community that we have in YouTube and Twitter and all that does not dictate how prices are 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 pushed. There are so many gamblers out there that don't let their plays be known. There are so many gamblers out there that don't want to be known. That's why lines move a certain way, even though you're seeing nothing but love on social media for the other side. Personally, I think there's a lot more people out there parlaying and playing Chito Vera than there are people willing to back Cruz. And based on all the content I've done this week and what I've seen on Twitter is the Chito Vera love. So, yeah. Nathan asking, what do you think of Jack versus Leach? I lean Jack there. I do. Better striker. You know, the Leach will likely need to grapple uh, but I do like me some Jack Della there. Maybe in the fight doesn't go to decision. Mushroom saying uh, Vera round four sub. Good luck, my friend. Uh, is Azamat a wrestler? I believe he has a Sambo background, but he has used his wrestling should he require it. Jinj saying uh, Clark is no Tafan. You're right. He's better. Ooh. Is he? Are we all of a sudden writing off Tafan and Chukri because he got knocked out twice? I'm saying Clark is no Tafan in regards to his striking. Clark is, you know, a developing striker as of this point. But Tafan striking, his hard-nosed striking style is what gave uh, is what gave Azamat issues that night. Clark, I don't know if he's going to be able to get that respect from Azamat on the feet uh, the way that Tafan did. And then wrestling, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm not sold that Clark's going to be able to get this guy and grind him down, grind him out. I think Azamat can knock him out pretty much at any point. 
Mr. Always Profit saying on Asma with you, though. First official play on the card, looking to get minus 130, hopefully. Yes, I do think we'll, uh, d- d- based on the love that I'm seeing and based on how the line is trending, we will likely get minus 130 on him. It seems like Clark is the public's like favorite dog this week. Corey Yipo saying Asma has KO power all three rounds. Wrestling not very good, but hard to get him down. There you go. Uh, mushroom in the chat. Love you, sneak watching at work. I love when guys are doing that. Uh, Nathan saying, I think Della is a welterweight contender. You think that guy breaks top five? If he continues progressing the way that he does, yes. And based on the matchmaking that he goes up against, possibly. A wrestler could give him some issues, that's for sure. Mr. Always Profit saying that fight got announced for the versus Jack. Oh. Nathan making scenarios. I thought that was that. I thought that was legit. <laughs> Fuck, you got me. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You got me. Uh, David Dean saying, "Lock, think you may be miss. No, sorry, underestimating Bruno Silva's BJJ. Any Brazilian who makes it to the UFC has most likely faced many BJJ experts. Possible, but like Gerald Mearshart is a very crafty submission artist. You know, I think that if this does get to the ground, Bruno will be in trouble." Um, but I really think that uh, I think it's going to come down to him knocking him out, honestly. I, th- I think Silva gets that knockout even before this fight hits the ground. Walid Sultan saying, yo, yo, Kihal, my brother. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Appreciate that. Rips and Picks saying, you talking, you taking Juice Quinlan this week, and do you think the catch rate of 180 plays to anyone's favor? I think, if anything, it will play into Witt's favor considering he's the bigger guy, or sorry, the guy that will be looking to use his weight um, uh, against Quinlan. I'm not I'm not taking the juice myself, but I could see uh, people willingly parlaying him. He should be able to knock out Witt, though. You're forgiven, Nathan. You're forgiven. Aaron's saying I'm on juice Quinlan for sure. There you go. He should be able to get that knockout. It's a good fight. It is a good fight. I hope they end up making it. Jin79 saying, LOL, talking out of your ass. Stefan was exposing Azamat. Clark rushes him at will. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it in terms of uh, how you think a wrestler, or sorry, taking what you did from the Tafan fight and applying it to this fight with Clark. They're two different totally stylistic matchups. It's like saying, you know, uh, let me think of an example here. plain and simple it's like saying this guy was getting exposed by a striker which is why a wrestler will now beat him based off of that fight that's what you're saying makes no sense it makes zero sense uh will saying gerald has a glass chin i agree no chin (laughs) he's too slow he's just too slow i think that's the issue here uh, Bruno Silva KOs GM3. I agree. Mr. Always Profit saying Clark's best win is debutante. Menafield, I just think uh, asthma in and out striking will frustrate Clark. I agree. And getting clipped. Also, I can see asthma wrestling and having success if he chooses. I agree. All right. I'm going to take these last couple questions that I'm going to get out of here. Uh, still haven't heard from Cody, but keep your eyes peeled on my uh, on my Twitter page to see uh, what time propping you up will be going down. Uh, Alex, you saying Yuri Yan immediate rematch in the works? I, I'm fine with that. Yuri Yan. I think you mean Yuri and Glover. That's what it is. 
GM3 took punches against Muradov. He did, but I don't think Muradov has the knockout power that Bruno Silva does. Jin Saint Dern Yan October main event. Yeah. Crazy that they they made that a main event matchup. I don't get it. BP saying Mahmoud Muradov and Kyle Borayo prediction. I, I'm starting to lean Borayo. You know, I mean, I he he gained some respect for me in his last fight against Armin Petrosian, but Muradov, we're seeing once he starts facing resistance, the guy starts to slow down. So uh, Kyle, kind of the same thing, but I think that we'll see him have even more success as well. I'll lean Kyle, but I probably won't be betting that fight. Need to see the odds, obviously, first. Submission game is next to none. Yep. Vulcan versus Krylov at 280. I think that is matched up. I lean uh, Uzdemir there. I do lean Uzdemir. But Krylov's output and Rabies' attitude is tough to overlook. Um, yeah, but I'll go Vulcan. Nathan saying, always got to back up GM3 just in case. Onama fight is a fade. I might be taking a half unit shot on Landwehr. My guy, AJ MMA expert in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Clark, round three. I'm hearing that take as well, but I'm not 100% sold on that myself. Just because he got William Knight out of there in round three doesn't mean that he can do that against Azamat as well, right? Like, Clark, William Knight, who we know fucking sucks now. <laughs> so if you're basing it off that fight, I wouldn't take too much of him put into this one. Mr. Always Prophet saying LMAO, people really act like Tafan got two 10-8 rounds in that fight. The judge literally, judges literally had it 1-1, 1-1, and 2-0 Tafan. It was tied up going into the third and got the KO. Good point there. Even the small Bruno Silva KOs GM3. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, don't tap saying Clark will be met with uh, break off elbows off the cage when he stars. He either gets bloodied up or KO'd. I think he's getting KO'd. Uh, Jinj79, what's your topic this week? Been fading you on Better May for majority of April. Oh, did you? Then you've been losing. <laughs> if you've been fading me, you have been losing, my friend. Because I've been killing it since April. Uh, you'll have to join the Patreon to find out what the lock of the night play is this week. Fuck you. <laughs> I'll keep you in here. Ah. Well, I am up for the year, my friend, and I've definitely turned around from the mistakes that I made. All right. You're, you're strictly here to troll. You gone. That's it. I don't fuck with trolls like that. <laughs> like, get a life. Holy shit. Jeez Louise. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And last thing I'll say about that, if you only faded me in April, why'd you stop? <laughs> These fucking numb nuts. Uh, let's get back here. Nathan's saying uh, Magomed is going to prevent Jan from getting another title, I think. I agree. Nathan's saying, and I'm Polish. I hate to say it. <laughs> uh, damn, Jinji took Sato. I took longer brushing my teeth than Sato did fighting. Thank you. Am I the only one crazy... Uh, Am I the only crazy one fading Calvio hard? Uh, I'm fading that fight hard, period. Want nothing to do with that fight. Does Lipsky fight go over two and a half? I think it does, but I'm not counting out uh, a possible finish from either side. 
Corey, you're saying I want to take Zola so bad, but Black looks uh, pretty good on regionals. Yeah, he's faced some legitimate legitimate competition on the regional scene as well, so we can't overlook that. Alex, see thoughts on Meatball versus Blanchfield? All over Blanchfield there. Looking forward to seeing what the line is. When an idiot rips and picks in. When randoms come out of the woodwork to talk shit, that's how you know you build something legit. Keep, keep it going. There you go. Uh, lock money line parlay. Um, you want to go Godinez, Budai, throw in Quinlan if you want. But I'd, I'd say Godinez and Budai are probably the best spots. Mr. Always prophesying who you think raises his fighting next, and you think he gets done. I think he can still win. I don't know who he gets. You know, he's a tough one, right? Dealt with so much damage. Why not him? Uh, they already did Lohovic and Reyes. Um, fuck it. Give him Paul Craig <laughs> just to get his feet wet again. That's it. Give him Paul Craig. Corey, you both saying, got to save up my pennies. Biggest bet of the year on AJ Fletcher. Who's he fighting? Um, <laughs> Alejandro Marquez saying, don't be cheek luck. Why did you take out the winners out of, out of your descriptions? Uh, I'm still counting the winners, but just listen to the breakdowns and you guys will see who I'm taking. I had a lot of people actually hit me up and they're like, hey, you know, I don't like seeing the winners in the descriptions because I don't want it spoiled for me as I'm listening to the podcast or watching the podcast. And I just, I honestly looked over everybody's, um, I look over like a lot of the content creators and how they do their timestamps and descriptions as well. Nobody puts the winners in their descriptions. So I thought I would just stick with that as well. Notice no winners in the description, but just listen to the breakdowns and you guys will hear who I'm taking. Budai or Quinlan for DraftKings lineup? Uh, I'd say I'd say Quinlan because he'll probably end up getting that first round finish. Budai will get the finish as well, but I think it comes a little bit later. I bet with the goat saying, bro, off topic, but do you have crypto? XRP is a new standard. You heard of it. I have not. I do not mess with crypto. SKD saying, I'm on Cheeto heavy, counting on tennis tenacity in three four and five don't see cruises movement finding success through late rounds best of luck best of luck to you as well my friend but i am definitely on the dominic cruz side all right i'm gonna wrap this bitch up we're at an hour and 10 minutes at this point in time uh keep your guys's eyes on the on my twitter page to find out when propping you up is going down as soon as i find out what time works best make sure you guys check it out and it will be over there on the all-star breaking it down all right love you guys appreciate you guys uh that is the last episode of mma lock talk for the week we will be back on monday to restart up the week again uh so i'll see you guys then but i'll also be back tonight like i said for propping you up back tomorrow on my channel for the ultimate weigh-in show uh 3 p.m eastern with my guy andrew gombas so make sure you guys uh, come through and check that out uh and then obviously fight day fight day live chat 1 p.m eastern Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Love the haters too that take the time to come out here and uh, say they only fade me in April and then say they haven't faded me every time, any month else after that, even though I've been killing it those, those other months. But they just don't want to admit it because they want to be haters, right? Is what it is. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. See you guys uh, for propping you up.